Okay, I think there's a list of Shia in, in, in May Marm for this month, which Hashem hope to continue next year. It would be a shame if we couldn't continue in Yushalayim. I hope so. That's all that the safe, the safe is all about going back. So. Parak Nun Hay is very hard. I hope you'll help me with it. It's hard, Parak. Try. Inyan Hagolas. Today, Shahava Neflo, Shetisgala Osid. In Yisrael, Hakadosh Baruch Hu lotachlish es oiz hayira melefanav. Yaakov Meish is saying that the love that's going to be revealed, Mitzvah Hashem, Ben Yisrael, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the love that's going to be revealed when, when Mashiach comes by the Geula, it's going to be so great and so wondrous. That there's a danger that it could weaken the oiz hayir, the strength of yira, milafad. This is sometimes experienced, or we see this sometimes now, right before Mashiach comes, that there are certain there are certain Jews, there are certain chaver that they that they mean well. And they focus their learning almost entirely, or sometimes I've seen entirely, upon the swarm that are the the Ahava, that are revealing the love that Hashem has towards each of us. Himela, that's Mo'ira, tremendous love within us, Hashem is Baruch, which doesn't necessarily mean that that person is going to be more careful with his Yerushalayim. The fact that there's a, there's a great love, obviously, the, the consequence of love is a feeling of closeness. And when there's a great feeling of closeness, that could affect a certain sense of distance. In Mimela, the Yira can be damaged or can be diminished as a result of that feeling of closeness. One of the amazing things is when you'll have like a, a Gabai of a Tzaddik, a Shamas of a Tzaddik, so I remember reading from one of one of the Gaboim of the of the Belzerevi of Abarilov. He said that over time he was shaking more. He was more terrified. Even though he was with him every minute and waiting upon him, it didn't dissolve into some feeling of being regular. So that the the Gabay didn't after a week or two feel like, like going bowling with the Rebbe or something, or like to feel 
comfortable and at ease. It doesn't mean he didn't feel loved and he didn't love the Rebbe, but there was an intense feeling of year, which is very hard to understand. When you're with somebody and you're very, very close, the natural, the natural inclination of the person is to... It really works me both from both sides is to, is to sort of ease up and let down the guard and to feel more comfortable since I'm more used to being in the presence of. So the era is very likely to be affected by that. But here's where we find the remarkable gilui in the Torah itself. Hashem is saying what's going to be by the Gula. That I will walk amongst you. In other words, I will be very, very close to you. Kilo, I'm, as Rashi brings down, I'm Mitayel Imachem. I'm strolling with you. And nevertheless, Nevertheless, that relationship of Yira will remain intact. And you'll be my people. So Rabbi HaKamayshah begins this Torah by saying that the Indian of Golas has served to preserve a certain kind of a distance that on some level will continue on. Even when Mashiach comes and even when we'll be on this tiul with Hashem and we'll be in a relationship with the memory of that distance will somehow preserve the Yeres Hashem even at a time when the Ahav will be so completely revealed and so open. Look, there are liberties that a husband and wife take with each other that they wouldn't take with anybody else. And there's a feeling that there are things I can get away with that I can't get away with anybody else. And that could damage the dignity and the respect of the relationship as well. We can understand that in, in relationships that... Where there's a hava, there could potentially be a lack of yira. Yira, we're not necessarily talking about fear, terror, but but a sense of a sense of reverence, dignity, difference, and so on. Which Hashem Baruch wants in our relationship with Him, and He also wants in our relationship with each other that there should be. A certain distance. Golis, Rabbi Yakimaisha says, Golis worked to such a degree, to such an extent, there was such a wedge between us and Akash that somehow this will continue on some level, much, 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 much different and smaller even after the Gula. So Yaakov Meshavim Zubarashi, 
וסלחתי בסייככם, הטייל עמכם בגן עדן, כאחד מכם. I will, I will stroll with you in Gan Eden, כאחד מכם, like I'm, one of, like I'm one of you, like I'm one of the chavre. Hashem's going to be with each and every one of us in such a way that you can't find a more regular and, and simple way of describing commonality and friendship. And like to you, Mizdaz the Mimani, you're not going to be trembling. It's not a matter of fear in that way. You're not. We're not going to be trembling. We'll 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 be comfortable. It'll be good. We'll be able to stroll with Hashem, and, and it will be good. Yochel leitiru Mimani. So Yochel, so you would think that under these terms, you would think that there won't be yira leitiru Mimani. That it'll be mamish like equals, like Tirumani, and you're going to feel that there's no machitz at all. There's nothing that separates or divides us at all. There's no distance at all. Talmud Loimer, Vayisi Lochem Lelokim. So it says in the Pasik, Vayisi Lochem Lelokim, Lelokim, of course, means year separation. When every bracha we, Borchata Hashem, there's that closeness, but then there's Elokeinu Melech Ha'olim, then just as we're feeling comfortable and close, the words Elokeinu Melech Ha'olim throw us, throw us back. I mean, so take, watch where you're going. So, despite the Tiul, and we're not going to be Mizdazeya, and there'll be a feeling of comfort and closeness, nevertheless, our Yerush Hashem is going to remain not only intact, it'll be healthier It'll be healthier than ever because it's going to be together with Ahava, which is ideal era. Not God forbid, where it's just to be afraid. Kimitarch Gardel Avukas or Ahava Vadvegas. Rabbi explains that when there's a tremendous torch, a powerful flame, a great light of love and Vegas, which will be at the end of time. There's a chash that perhaps the euro will not be perfected. That somehow that's going to waver, it's going to weaken and dim that feeling of euro. And because of this, We're, we we have experienced Golas. Doesn't mean to say that's why we were sent into Golas. I don't know if that's what he's saying. It sounds like it. L'shem zabah Golas, or l'shem zah means that one of the outcomes of Golas shegam lo osid that even in the future lo yasichu es hadas mipachat Hashem v'hadar goinai. We will not be distracted. We won't take our minds off of the pachat Hashem. To feel the Pachadasha in a very good way. But still, Pachadasha, and the splendor of his greatness, and so on. The distance. Sheyedu ma'orvalayim. 
even when it will come to that time, and we'll be taking that stroll, Kivyocha with Hashem, we're not going to be able to forget what is it that we went through, all that transpired, all that we went through. Where did we come from? Which is a reminder of the mission that we just learned this last Shabbos of Me'ayin Basa, which is a humbling thought. Where do you come from? This is Me'ayin, similar to the commandment that even after we're free and even after we leave Mitzrayim, don't forget Golas. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt. And remember that Safkal Saf, there's that vulnerability. Remember that at any moment, at every moment of your existence, you're in, you're in my hands. And the one who took you out of slavery is not Meshubid to that Mitzias of Gula. And nor should you take for granted what it means to be free. And to be where you are now. Remember that you were a slave in Mitzrayim. Shaloyle is go. It's not to get carried away with arrogance and ego. So Golis has been a very humbling experience. A very, very humbling and painful experience of what it's like to be distant from Hashem. And it sounds like Rabbi Yaakov Moshe is saying, I thought it's hard to understand, but it sounds like he's saying that as a result of our goalless, this became encoded in our, in our existence, in our DNA, that despite whatever closeness we will feel, there will still be that memory of the past and a certain sense of pachad and of yira that's healthy, of the distance, not to be misgoyah, not to get carried away with ourselves, the way that it often happens. Again, when somebody is in the presence of a great person, day in, day out, you start to lean back in the couch, and you start to, you know, take your shoes off, and you make yourself at home. I remember once that one of my daughters came home with a date. It was the first date. And the guy knocks at the door, and it's not nice of me to say, but right away I didn't feel that this was Shaykh. It's, it's just the way that he stood. It's not nice, but that's how I felt. But if I was still um, uncertain about that, about my suspicions, it became within like a minute very clear that this is just not happening. The guy never met me or my wife. You know, you think you're going to older people. This, this guy might be your father-in-law, right? not talking about he's a rabbi or somebody, but he might be a father-in-law. The guy walks into the house, so I, the usual the custom is to have a little talk with the guy, and then you call your daughter out from the kitchen or something, right, from the room. This guy, I just met him. I never met him in my life. He sits down on the couch, leans back on the couch, puts his yarmulke like this. <laughs> leans back like this. I remember I looked at my wife. I, didn't, I felt bad because I didn't want him to waste like whatever it was going to cost him to buy a soda for my daughter in the hotel lobby, you know what I mean? 
because this was just not happening. The way the, the way the guy just wow, is he comfortable? He just went very comfortable. Now I like when people are comfortable. But, you know, you work. It takes a couple of weeks, a couple of months. You're married, Phil. This guy has already got his feet up. If, there were, if we would have a thing there, he would put his feet up for sure. He's got his yarmulke already like this. And he put his hand on the couch. And he starts like the schmooze, this guy. So I just, I, it was like after 10 seconds, I just, uh, I just called Adam, which kid was. I just called her out. Like, Let's get this over with as fast as possible. This guy. What kind of... A little bit of year? A little year? Meeting a little year or something. No. So it's very, very easy that when you're with somebody and and and, 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 and on a regular basis that you start to lean back and you know, put your feet up and take it easy and <coughs> of course with human beings it's because you see that there are certain similarities to you and that that person is not as great as you thought from a distance. What the, what the Gabay of Rabarula Belzer said is that the closer I got, the more frightening it was. The more time I spent with him, the greater I, the greater I realized he was and how far away I am. But with regular people, it's not like that. With regular people... At the time, you see that, you know, there are certain things that are not such godless like I thought. So, the Chiddush of Zacharta Ki Evra Yisab Mitzrayim is that we'll, we're going to experience immeasurable love and closeness, but at the same time, we're going to always remember to sit up straight, who we are and who he is. And Rabbi Yaakov is saying, it's not that that's the whole reason of Golas. I can't understand, I wouldn't be able to understand that at all. I don't think that's what he's saying. But the shame is that means that this is, this is an outcome, this is part of the experience of Golas. Which really is connected to the, I'm sorry, Dov, you want to say something? Yeah, well, that's the ikr, the ikr avoda, the ikr avoda, an experience of Golas has been year. It's mostly year tata, year sa'inish, greater tzaddikim, of course, something else. But the average Jew who shem mitzvahs over these years of Golas is it's because of of year. Sometimes a higher level, sometimes a lower level. But ahava was something which is very far from the consciousness of a regular person. So mostly. Golos was Yira, both in terms of our avoda and how we experienced uh, our our relationship with Hashem. Ahava, which is a mitzvah that I said at the beginning of Sefer Mitzvahs, but it's it's something which most people feel that no shaykhista. If you go into a room full of Jews who are shemitah mitzvahs, and and you ask. How many of you feel have as Hashem over here? Even if they were to be, you know, not to be humble and just be able to 
speak openly and honestly. Most people say, I don't know, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. What does that mean? So they, then you have to move into the to that the Indian of Ahavei Wahabriyais, um, you know, the Chazals that we have that tell us how to express Ahavaz Hashem or how we reflect Ahavaz Hashem. But when it comes to the emotion of loving Hashem, an emotion of loving Hashem. When we had a base of Mikdash, Yerushalayim was swarming with Jews who were described as Ohavei Shema, who were in love with God. Not, not just that they, they, they were Mekadei Shem Shemayim, or they loved Talmud Chachamim, these are all Chazals that describe the, the uh, actions that reflect on a, a certain innate Ahabaz Hashem that a Jew has. But no, talking about simple love of God, feeling that emotion of loving God. What the Ramah describes as being even Chayla Sahaba, lovesick, and he uses the example of a person who is lovesick for a woman, to feel that kind of love. For the most part, that's not our experience in Golas. So what kept us Shem uh, and Jews of Shem to a large extent is, is the era, either of the consequences, which is a very basic, primal level of year, or higher, higher levels of year. But mostly year. That's how we served Hashem for the most part, and that's on a good day what we experienced. Ahava, we talk about it, and we say, you should love Hashem. But then we immediately shift into, well, if I'm learning Torah, it means that I love Hashem. If I'm if I'm keeping mitzvahs, it means that I, I, I love Hashem, and that's why Vahafta is with Kabbalah Samitzvahs and so on, and Kabbalah Somachus Shemayim. But you know, there are sometimes it happens that you say over so many different drushes that you just don't pay attention to the pshat, and the simple pshat is that Vahafta means to love. The chazal, all the chazals that we have. Uh, that talk about how that ahava is demonstrated were never meant to uproot the simple pshata v'ahavta. Just like v'ahavta m'sager means that there are certain ways that we have to treat the ger, but that's not meant to uproot the basic pshata v'ahavta m'sager, to love this person. Which raises the whole question of how is there a command to love, which is not going into right now. But what does that mean? So we have to come on to other things to, to, to engage in certain behaviors that hopefully over time will engender love or a demonstration of love, all of the lambdas of love. To feel love is, is the pshat and pasuk. Just like ubay sidbak. So dveikis bashem is a mitzvah derais, also in the sefer mitzvahs. The beginning, zuvay sidbak. So we have drushes of Chazal to be misdabik to tamin chachamim, or mahu afata. All the different drushes of what does it mean dveikus b'shem. But those are not meant to uh, to replace the pshat of dveikus b'shem means dveikus b'shem to be dovuk t'ashem. Could you imagine that you're married to you'll be married, you'll be married soon. So 
you imagine that you're married to somebody and and there's absolutely no feelings of love coming from the from the other. No feelings of love. And your wife would just tell you two or three interesting drushes. Just drushes. That what the love really means. And something like, you know, between, uh, between Tevye and Goldie and the Fiddler on the Roof. You know, for, for 25 years I washed your clothes and made your meals and stuff. I don't remember the exact words. If that's not love, what is? So, in a healthy relationship between a, a husband and a wife, there needs to be more than Jewish remez and sod. There also has to be pshat. Because if she says that in the world of Jewish, I really do care for you. Because otherwise I would have poisoned your food instead of seasoning it. It's a drasha, and it's maybe it's maybe some people would find find it satisfying if they have that kind of relationship. But uh, that's not what the Rishonim meant. So there are drushes, but the pshat of yahafta is yahafta, and the pshat of of sidbak is dveikus. And we see that before Mashiach comes, that Hashem sends such an aura into the world to try to connect to the simple pshat of dveikus and ahav. I always think it's interesting because one of the great accusations that big maskilim have against uh, those who learn Svar Makadashim is that, you know, you, you, you do all of this fluffy stuff. You show them a, a tire from the Badich, they say, come on. So, Kilu, they live in the world of Pshat. No, they live in the world of, of Drush, Remez, and Sod. Chsidis is the Elam HaPshat. When it says Vahafta, it means Vahafta. And when it says a boy sidbuck, it means Dvekas. And this rabbi gets up and gives, a, with all of his glorious buffoonery, some drush on Shabbos about different modes and models of love of God and so on. And he doesn't have a kiyuzev, a shaykhist to the pshat of what that means, other than something he stole from a Soloveitchik or, you know, some, some other safer that he was able to package a certain way. And then that's that becomes a, a his Shabbos his Shabbos Shuvah drush about about love uh, about the two. He throws in some fancy words that he also stole from somewhere, and and then he, when he sees the Bedichva talking about poshut, what it means to be in love with God, so he says, "What is all this?" So of course he he says, "This is all this stuff. This is like uh, why does he see that as being fluff?" cotton candy because he's so far removed from that world of Ahavaz Hashem from the world of Rabbi Shem and of Ahavaz Shemai the same way if somebody's an outsider and he sees a husband and wife that they love each other and they're looking at each other with tremendous Ahava so he would also say come on come on guys what's all this fluff over here let's talk about the two modalities and uh, of uh, and this being a paradigm of the love that God you know what I mean, the love that God f- feels for uh, the Jewish people in their, in their predicament, in their exilic predicament, in the whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Okay, I think you know what I'm talking about. So if you say that to a chasna kala, they just look and they smile at each other. Like, 
can somebody get this guy out of the room? <laughs> Seriously, that's how I feel when I, hear, when I grew up hearing these things. And I still, like, if I have to be subjected to it sometimes, I, I could be, I can, I, it's hard for me to sit. And by the way, I'm not saying they're not good people. They're, they're, they're wonderful, good people. They mean well. But I can't take all the fluff. I just can't take the fluff. It's too much fluff. The cotton candy is making me sick. I want to hear something from Bedichsevah. When he spoke about loving God, he was sitting with God in the room, and they were making goo eyes at each other. It's chas kali. You understand? Chas kali mamash. Boy sidbak, dveikus mamash. Now that's some, some rabbi making a speech about, about love of God. So whatever. Within, within 10 seconds, he has to get to something more concrete because he can't, he can't sustain such a... Uh, uh, you know, well, it all depends on what he's copied from the book or he, something to say over. But he can't... The difference is that Rabbi Yashabir was in that place when he said those things. Shalvechuk was there. He was in those. He was in that place. He wasn't. He wasn't saying words. He was. He was living that. Like the other tzaddikim, they were in that place. That's v'hayyesham to be there, to be in such a place, and to speak of Ahava. Otherwise, you're sitting in it. That's why I always think it's funny. They say that this. This tire is. You show them something from the, one of the swarm. This the tire is, is fluff. Unless there's some sichli in it, some. Which they think is a, a good vart, something sharp, something sharp. So use the same marshal of Chasan Kal. You think you would like to be married to 120 to somebody who always says to you sharp things? And you say, but 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 do you love me? What does that mean, love? There's an, I have this intellectual awareness of your presence in my life. You want to be married like that? Bamis. Someone wants to be married like that? Mrs. Mrs. Maimonides didn't live like that either. With the Rambam. Guaranteed. Not that we know anything about what was there. Guaranteed that's not what it was like by Mrs. Maimonides. But by the by the of Maimonideans, oh, I want to see if they'd be happy if their wives would say, no, I really don't love you at all. I just haven't, I have this intellectual sense of your being. Oh, we're married for 35 years. You continue to be. <laughs> and, there's, and I have ontological proof for your existence. There's historical, ontological, and psychological proof for your existence. For such a thing you want to say, Shavarbachas, Bemis. That's Shavarbachas. So the simple pshat is, I have but in Golis, it was very, very hard. When you feel that the when you feel that the is not looking at you, you start to feel bad. So mostly, we paid attention to the rules and regulations. And Rabbi Yaakov is saying this chiddush that in kedusha, the residue of that will be experienced as some feeling of this feeling of 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 v'zacharta that brings to a humility and takes away a certain bit of that comfort or regularity that you might feel being with, with Hashem is born. I, I don't understand anything more than I, just to say these words, but I understand. So, 
Yeah, we have is there something to add to this. I don't know. It's a hard thing. It's hard. So then he continues. In Nairichus Agalus. The Indian of Arichus Agalus. This Indian of the long length of Agalus. Subchinus Tadem. Subchinus of sleep. Of deep sleep. Tadem is not stam, it means to be, to be really asleep. In Nairichus Agalus, Subchinus Tadem. But it doesn't mean falling asleep because, like, you, you, you're just tired or you're bored or something. The Tadema of Bereshus was that Adam HaRishna was, was put to sleep. It's not the same thing. Told you we had, when, when, when I was in high school, there was a bocha that the second the Rebbe opened his mouth, this, this boy would, would fall asleep. And he had a twin brother next to him that would, would always put his hand on the Gemara, like, to put it in the right place. So the Rebbe called on him. The Rebbe called on him to see who did. He go, ah, uh, he started to call on that. You know, once in a while, his brother turned the page or two and did something, like something funny. But otherwise, he kept his finger on the place. This one, the other one. Then he switched off like that. The, the, the twins, did the, they, they did like that. So I remember, so his name, this one's, I still see him sometimes. He's, a, he's a good, an old friend of mine. So his name was Dove. But the Rebbe was, uh, the Rebbe didn't pronounce the word Dove. He said Dave. He said day because he he's from Lithuania. So he would, I remember because he would, he would, he would always, when he would call on me, he would say Dave, and, the, and, and he would always say, My name is Dove. And the guy would say, I said Dave. This, this, this was the thing that used to go on. And I remember that once Dave, a Dove, so he was sound asleep, and I don't know what happened to his brother, I don't know, it didn't help him out or something. And the and Rebbe started screaming at him. To wake up, so he got he got, and and, and Dov said, uh, "Rebbe, I'm sorry, I, f- I I fell asleep." So the Re- the Rebbe said, "Dave, you didn't fall asleep, you went to sleep." He's like, he was alarmed. He says, "Falling asleep is like you're on this apiadibu, you know. Sometimes it happens. You can't help yourself. You're tired. You fall asleep." He says, "You come here to get rest. You know, you come here. You go to sleep. It's not." I remember yeah, it was a it was a good it was a good heart. That's the only part we can remember, like from the <laughs> <laughs> You go Dave, you go to sleep, Dave. So the sleep of Gullus is not wasn't in some kind of an honest because the Tadema of Gracious was much a much deeper thing. The Malachi Asharis were going to say that they were ready to say Kaddish Kaddish to Adam. They, they, we don't understand what this means, but to them, uh, Adam looked like something that, that was like, like Hashem. Whatever that means. Uh, their awareness that there's something much higher than themselves. So Hashem caused Adam Harishan to go to sleep. So the Tadema, and then from the apple, from that, of course, they would come out Chava. So the Tadema was a creative Tadema. It was to prevent a mistake, and it was to lead to something greater. 
Kain who hates the Yisrael. The goal is, on some level, as we just learned, is to prevent mistakes and to lead to something greater. We can't imagine the godless of Yisrael that's going to be when Mashiach comes, the greatness of Am Yisrael. Therefore, in order to prevent any mistake or confusion, godless was a time that we were put to sleep. There was a certain deficiency of Yisrael and an eclipse of Am Yisrael's greatness. That was the Sleep of Golas. Because I call in Arichas Agolas. It's the whole Indian of Arichas Agolas. When we Tarcha Golas, Harucha, and from this long Golas, Vahapolis Atadema, that made us into beings that were not only less than angels in certain ways, how we, I mean, in Plemis were greater, but in our behavior, less than angels, but sometimes less than humans. Sometimes less than humans. So that was scholars, that there were times that we were less than human, certainly less than angels. We take that, we're going to wake up with Gula to such a Madrega. And because the Malachim remember when we were less than human. They remember. They saw us at our worst, so to speak. Which doesn't mean that we're God. It means that we have this godly relationship. With, 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 that we're echad with Hashem. doesn't mean that we replace Hashem either. It doesn't mean instead of. It means together with. And there'll be such a yichud between Kutshabrichu and Knesset Yisrael, to such a degree that we'll be so godly and we'll be so godlike, that when the shofar is going to be blown in the future, it's not going to be obvious who's the one that's blowing the shofar. It's one of the psukim of Shaifas that we say, Musaf Rosh Hashanah. That Hashem will appear upon us, will be seen, whatever, and will come like a like a light, like a like a an arrow of of, of lightning. Hashem Elokim b'Shayfa Yiska, and Hashem Elokim b'Shayfa Yiska. So Hashem here it sounds like Hashem is going to blow the show for the end of time. But then the other pasuk that we're more familiar with says, which is also in the in the, in the shayfus of Rosh Hashanah, is that It doesn't say It doesn't say who's the baltakeya. It says It will be blown. The shayfus will be blown. So 
So Gakamisha says an amazing thing. Because of the great achtus, that great achtus of of kuchibichu in Knesset Yisrael, lo yuchlu lahavchen ben tkiyosus lakarshbaruch ben tkiyosemshi. So it won't be possible to tell the difference between the tkiyos that are coming from Hashem and the tkiyos that are coming from Jews. It'll sound like the same tkiyos. next page but still but still there's that year and still there's that distance and still there was the experience of Godless so the Malachim are not going to make a mistake and we're not going to make any mistake we were very humbled by Godless so even though it's Gavaldic that Hashem's case our case is terrific but we know our place and we'll be able to enjoy the Teul with Hashem and we're not going to be trembling the, in, that, in that way uh, 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 of, of not having that, that Kesha of Akhtus, but at the same time, at the same time, we're not going to get carried away with ourselves. And he ends this time and he says, Even though Golis has caused us to have a feeling of falling of spirit and a weakness in our Kedusha, a weakening of Kedusha, that the culture of of the of the nations where we stayed had this effect upon us, this Zara, strange alien culture, Shalhamim of the nations, We have to praise Hashem Shavach that despite Despite this, this influence of the nations and this gabrus of the Amim, the, over time of a Golish, that the nations of the world that did anything that they were able to, either overtly or covertly, to extinguish this light of the Jewish people. They were only successful, which is a, which is terrible. But they were only successful to diminish the rotsen and the chayfets, to reach great high levels of exalted knowledge and understanding by most Jews. They were successful in that respect. They were successful in that respect. Akadekathet, you'll have a, could be even a boy that learned in yeshiva. I remember once when I was teaching in high school, so we went Lag Boimer to play ball. I had the boys, the senior boys, I was their Rebbe, and we went to play ball. And um, and it was one of the guys, like, he didn't, he wasn't athletic. He he was sitting on the side, like, eating a bag of potato chips and listening to, like, Grateful Dead or something. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. And uh, and I sat down next to him. I was telling him, come on, why don't you play a little bit and whatever. Yeah, right. So he said to me, Rebbe, you got to hear this song. Mama, it'll blow your mind out. It'll blow your mind out. So I said, okay, I'll try that. As long as I don't have to smoke anything, I'm ready to listen to a song. I'll listen to it for a few minutes. Let me hear. 
So he got all excited. He, you know, we, that's in the days when there was Walkman. So he we had to rewind it, you know, whatever. And so I'm listening to the song. Okay. So he's watching, you know. Like I'm, he thought I was gonna like get all excited and start to do a record or something. I don't know what. So I didn't want to make him feel bad. So I took it off the thing and I said, "It's okay. I hear something there. Had talented guys." I said, but I said to him, Avi, not one word of the one word of Rashi Atayis, one word is like, because he kept on saying to me, "Isn't it deep? Isn't it deep?" I said, "It was deep." Okay, so that's grateful that so you have some people that are hanging out down the library and they're reading something from Shakespeare. They said, "This is the deepest thing they ever saw in their lives." Unlike Bohemia, we can go really deep. Unlike Bohemia. So this had this effect on us. The goal is that like the higher Chachman Giluyim Vakishlan is a heavy Bemis Rog the base of Sorl. And this Kishlan has 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 had a terrible effect on us. And it has it has dimmed the fire, it has it has decreased the flame. Of that great pleasant, he goes through the spheres. Chesed with the netach, hide and so on. Ulam b'shum ayifan loyach lo kol has because the odu al yisrael lahachlis is his kashrus some hasheroshes b'kashbaruchu. But all of the adventures, meaning all of the upheaval that we went through in Golas and in our relationship with the nations of the world, could not possibly weaken the underlying kesha that a Jew has with Hashem, that we have with Hashem. Which is rooted in the Sherish around the Shamas. And after all of the Yeridas, all of the Nephilas of Golas, and all of the sleeping of Golas, the Kedusha of faith is alive in the hearts of the Jewish people. And it now, before Mashiach comes, is seeking. Inroads, the paths of life. She is Yisrael to wake up the Jewish people from the sleep of Golas, miafara from the dirt, from the dirt of Golas. Lord says mitar cheshkas galusa to emerge from the darkness of our Golas. Vlova el haaris haosichelo, and to come to the to the light of our future that's waiting for us. Veetzechaytem egezayishai, veneitzem yisharoshav yifre, venochel of ruach Hashem, ruach hachmo bina ruach eitzeg ruach das. Yes, Hashem, which is of course the Navu of Yeshaya, of what's going to be when Mashiach comes, that that Shirish is still alive, and from that will blossom Ruach Hakodesh and Chachma and Bina, all the spheres going back to Chachma and Bina to the highest levels, not just the lower spheres, but going back to the highest spheres of Ruach Chachma, Bina, Ruach Eitzah, Levur, Das, Vyas Hashem, and so on. That all of that will blossom and will come back to to emerge fully in life, not just little. A little bit of being a little bit of of life, but to be fully alive with the Gula Hashem, we should be Zaychem to see to continue with the next Torah. I mean, everybody should do that on their own, but together, Mitzvah Shem will continue next month in Yishalayim.